Today in Business from Wired. This episode is brought to you by ShipStation. You know, some things take a lot of work, like sending little robots to far off distant planets. And just as that's challenging, so too is running a successful e commerce business, especially when there's so much to do. So I want to introduce you all to ShipStation. Now, I love using ShipStation because of its easy to use dashboard, which makes managing orders and printing labels a breeze and super smooth. Oh, and the customer service is just out of this world. It's exactly what you need to help grow your business. Sign up for your free 60 day trial at shipstation.com slash tech news. That's shipstation.com slash tech news. As a longtime foreign correspondent, I've worked in lots of places, but nowhere as important to the world as China. I'm Jane Perlez, former Beijing bureau chief for The New York Times. Join me on my new podcast, Face Off US versus China. Where I'll take you behind the scenes in the tumultuous US China relationship. Find Face Off wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to the Spoken Edition of Wired. Ladies and gentlemen, a short history of technology worship. It's possible that neither intelligence nor beauty is what makes converts, it's technology itself. By Virginia Heffernan. Beware of bugs in the above code. I have only proved it correct, not tried it. That was how Donald Knuth, author of The Art of Computer Programming, 1968, expressed the difference between pristine mathematics and buggy reality. When programming, you abstract away the entire physical world as much as possible, because it's messy. But then it comes back and bites you, Paul Ford, co founder of the platform builder Post Light, told me. You end up in these situations where 80% works, 19.9% is hard, but there's an answer that makes sense, and the last 0.1% is absolutely insane. That fragment of chaos, the specter of unreason in the world, opens up room for magical thinking. For programmers, bugs become not so much human errors as supernatural devils. So it should come as no surprise that robotics engineer Anthony Lewandowski. Co founder of the autonomous trucking company Otto, has pushed the envelope of that 0.1% to found a full dress religion with artificial intelligence as its godhead. Lewandowski has poured his infatuation with strong AI, the singularity's rebrand, into life's lacuna and conjured a vague tax exempt church he calls Way of the Future. Before Lewandowski was shut out of Otto, which is owned by Uber, He built 40 ton semi autonomous trucks. The trucks are terrifying road mammoths with staring windshield eyes that look like something Odysseus might have battled. Lewandowski became a central figure in the litigation between Alphabet and Uber. Perfect resume for a prophet? He can breathe a soul into a chasis. And he's a martyr to imperial forces. He's also not the first tech star with prophet aspirations. Goofy Ray Kurzweil. The peculiar singularity philosopher and hawker of sacramental life giving supplements is only the obvious example. Steve Jobs' syncretic faith appeared to be a changeable pottage of Buddhism, karma, medical denialism, and intermittent fruitarianism. Tech writer Marshall McLuhan was a devout Catholic who proposed that technology could eventually fold all humans into the body of Jesus Christ. And Rod Canyon, 
One of the compact founders was a champion of something called young life, where, being estranged from God by our disobedience, we are, as sinful people, incapable of a right relationship to God apart from divine grace. Not only did these technologies reject the straight materialism of science, they tilted into some real age of Jesus Aquarius superstar stuff. In spite of the yoking of technology and science in the ad word stem, they've always been an uneasy pairing. The word technology is best understood as the masculine form of the word culture. And when you're pitching culture projects to patriarchal joints that find the idea of culture unmanly, I've often found that technology seals the deal. At the same time, and whether they admit it or not, alpha male technologists often turn for answers from hard science to the humanities. Jobs in 2011, it's technology married with liberal arts, married with the humanities, that yields us the result that makes our hearts sing. A 2001 book written by Newth, who won the Kyoto Prize Turing Award, National Medal of Science, and von Neumann Lecture Prize, is called Things a Computer Scientist Rarely Talks About. It's about Newth's deeply felt Protestantism and his glimpses of God. On its website, Way of the Future claims its aim is a peaceful and respectful transition of who is in charge of the planet, from people to people plus machines. Given that technology will relatively soon be able to surpass human abilities, we want to help educate people about this exciting future and prepare a smooth transition. In Lewandowski's scheme, AI merits worship because it's supremely intelligent. That's not as self-evident as he thinks it is. Traditionally, God is regarded as infinitely just, or infinitely loving, or both. His mind is generally considered unknowable. Measurable intelligence is a mortal quality, one that, in religious parables, is often weighed down by pride and greed. But where engineer Victor Frankenstein imagined a creature so beautiful that humans would love it, Lewandowski imagines a machine so smart that humans cower. Without irony, Lewandowski has said that people are chasing AI because a super-empowered artificial attorney or accountant could make you the richest person in the world. Ah, got it. A wicked smart CPA would keep you in self-driving private spaceships. Now that's a reason to get down on your knees and pray. Of course it's possible that neither intelligence nor beauty nor justice nor love is what makes converts. It's technology itself. In 1940, a missionary outfit in Los Angeles called Global Recordings Network set out to translate passages of the Christian gospel into every language on earth, including nearly extinct spoken ones in regions without electricity. To reach those unbelievers, the organization created a cardboard record player that could be cranked by hand. What the missionaries observed was surprising. The devices, playing records of various Bible passages, amazed people who hadn't seen them. Adele Horn, a documentary filmmaker who has studied Global Recordings Network, said the missionaries found that the hand-cranked devices early on stunned those new to disembodied audio. The machine was like Moses with the burning bush, and it drew people who beheld it to the Western beliefs and practices behind it. The allure of technological devices, Horn explained, is that they might represent access to greater wealth and power. What can seem like a miracle of a new technology, from a record player to a self-driving 18-wheeler, may tenderize our brains and make us receptive to a new cosmology, a new theology, and attendant new behaviors.
When Frankenstein's hideous monster can't win human affection, he resolves, If I cannot inspire love, I will cause fear. Artificial intelligence, likewise, is more fearsome than adorable. If AI is a deity, it's not likely to be the kind that forgives you, showers you with mercy, and sweeps you up in loving arms. Who is this terrifying godhead for, then? Maybe founders. Any god that capriciously bestows Bezos' money on some and not others is, to entrepreneurs, greatly to be feared. In contemplating a religion based on tech, Newth foresaw another danger— fraud. I'm worried that somebody will start a new religion based on fractals, he wrote in 2001. If you come up with something that makes a little bit of sense and has a little bit of mystery to it, you can fool a lot of people. Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts.